So what if instead of focusing on trying to figure out alcohol, you tried to figure out yourself. You learned how to do all of the things that you think alcohol is doing for you, but better. You tapped into really understanding what the messages from your body meant and how to use your emotions to your advantage and how to really expand your desires to get what it is you finally really want and have real, lasting, sustainable pleasure. That is possible for you, and it is all available to you in the self-study course, The Naturally Sober Woman. It is everything that I teach my one-on-one clients, but it is compact for you, lifetime access on demand at a super affordable price available to you right now. You're going to go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, right there. It'll say self-study course or follow the link in the show notes right here. Get in there. One short video, just the welcome ceremony. There's a commence, a beautiful commencement ceremony that really anchors you into your intention for wanting to make this change into your life will change your life forever. It'll put you on a trajectory of new possibility because the bigger your desire is, the easier it's going to be to say goodbye to alcohol. So go on over to my website, get inside of the Naturally Sober Woman, and I will see you in there. Do you ever feel like you're outgrowing alcohol, that you are longing for a deeper connection to life? If alcohol is keeping you playing small and feels like the one area you just can't figure out, you are in the right place. Hi, my name is Mary Wagstaff. I'm a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help powerful women just like you eliminate their desire to drink on their own terms. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my proven five shifts process that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules and the profound experience that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so thrilled to be your guide. Welcome to your journey of awakening. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. It's a beautiful day out there. And I wanted to say thank you for your attention. Of course, as always, see what's showing up for you. There's been a lot of content created here in the last 30 days. Tell me what your biggest takeaways have been. Even better, leave them as a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be amazing. So there's a link in the show notes that'll take you right there. And I also wanted to let you know that today is the day inquiries are open for my one-on-one coaching program. So I'm accepting new clients into the program. There is a inquiry sheet on a page on my website um, that I added some new information more about what coaching is specifically. If you've never had the privilege of being coached, you can go there. It's marywagstaff.coach slash coaching, um, but you can just follow the link in the show notes and any page, you know, you can just go to the website. It'll take you there. So go and just read a little bit more about that. You can also email me if you have any questions, but right there, there's a form for inquiry of accepting new clients and you can, and then it'll take you to prompt you to schedule the, um, a call so we can talk about all of the amazing things that you are ready to do when you get alcohol out of your way. And if we're a good fit. Today is going to be a very powerful, powerful episode, so I want you to really listen to this. It's interesting. I had had this 
this idea for the show, but then I talk, I had a a coaching call with a client and it really reiterated how important this message is. So there's a thought and, and she had this thought very much before we started working together, which was, why can't I do it on my own? I should be able to figure this out on my own. Why you know, all of these questions of like, logically, I get it, right? I get the alcohol is not serving me. And, you know, you might even understand the the neuroscience behind how the brain works and behavior. And um, you might even understand coaching principles, right? And the reason that it hasn't worked is one, that thought alone, that inquiry creates an emotion or a feeling of shame, that there's a lack, that there's a less than, which, you know, it's like, I'm starting over again. Why am I still here? I can't believe I can't figure this out. Why am I still doing this? I'm just like, this might just be just the way that it is, right? Um, This kind of resigning to it. And so, if you've been listening to the show for long enough that you know that words are vibration and vibration and our emotions are what drives and fuel our action. So really that it's, I mean, it's curious, it's curiosity, but it's curiosity that creates an emotion that's not going to fuel you into inspiration or motivation. So it's just not a useful thought. It's just, and it's not even really a curiosity, right? It's it's just kind of like this rhetorical, um, habitual thought that you have that just creates not a great feeling. So I would even say it out loud, whatever version that is for you, I should be able to figure this on my own or why can't I figure this out? Why am I still here? I, I logically get it. Like I'm smart enough. Right. And I want you to understand, know that the reason that you can't figure out has figure it out has nothing to do with your intelligence at all. and. What I know about my program very specifically is we want to think logic, like we understand logically how a habit is formed. And that is useful for us to know, to kind of have knowledge for knowledge sake. So when we know that we can bring in the emotion of compassion, but to create the impossible, you have to become unreasonable. And logic is all about reason. And our three-dimensional world and our normal social constructs, the normalization of alcohol in and of itself isn't very logical. But we think it's logical because of the social conditioning of it, right? So if something is, if there's, if people conform to an ideology, right? Alcohol is just an ideology, just like money, just like religion, just like education, right? So anything that's kind of an institutionalized, established belief, and this is the second shift, right? Moving from conformity to curiosity, is we just take it for face value. We think because everyone else is doing it, then that's just the way that it is. And that's the truth. But 
that's not just the way it is and it's not just the truth, right? So we have to become unreasonable. And what I talked about with my client today was exactly this, was that there is this disalignment because we're only using the logical part of our experience and we are not tapping into the innate part of who we are outside of logic, outside of the the day-to-day everything that we've seen, which, you know, a lot of it's just based on what we need to function, power over model. And frankly, it's just like things just get built based on evolution. And then we have to, when things are no longer working, we have to take a stop. And like the traditional scientific model is to continue to get curious. Like once you stop questioning things, you have stopped using science. So yeah, maybe it once did work, but it's not anymore. And what she had expressed to me was that she was missing the piece of wisdom. And that's really the journey of awakening. That is what I offer, that changing your relationship to alcohol actually isn't logical. It's the opposite of that. It's unreasonable. And my coach tells me this, says this all the time. To create the impossible, we have to become unreasonable. And that's how any great person has created any amazing new thing you see. You think about someone like Elon Musk or um, Steve Jobs or people that are doing the impossible, they are being unreasonable. They are thinking outside of the logic, outside of reason. And how do we do that? Well, we go into our imagination, we go into our intuition, we go into our wisdom. But right now you don't have access to that because A, the chemical of alcohol and B, your beliefs. And maybe C, the dissociation of being in relationship to your emotional self. So when we only want to base our changing, and this is really the the beauty of coaching as a modality, as a spiritual tool, I mean, frankly, coaching is a spiritual tool, is we have to go beyond logic. We have to go beyond reason. We have to go beyond what we have seen existing and kind of go backwards, go back to the innate essence of who we are. And really the truth is, is how can you expect yourself to, to figure something else on your own if you've never learned it? This specific model literally isn't taught anywhere else that we use the innate wisdom of the, the feminine, of the emotional self that is in essence what makes us human to change our relationship to alcohol right <clears throat> so it's so there's a specific belief structure too about that question of i should be able to learn this on my own is based on your perception of what you think it means to need outside support right because we've only really been um conditioned to believe and if you listen to the podcast I did talking about Andrew Huberman um that will kind of clue you into this is like we've conditioned been conditioned to believe that if i ask for support for this then there's this othering right and um because we've been sold the story of the alcoholic and the aa model and recovery and um having to put up this label and declare yourself as you know, something that's not quote unquote 
normal when the new paradigm shift that I'm presenting to you and that I live by and that all my clients live by is this is just the next obvious phase in your personal evolution, your next leveling. So it's like, I should be able to figure this on my own because I'm not that, right? But like, what is that, right? Like, what does even normal drinking mean? I mean, it doesn't, in my opinion, it doesn't make sense at all, but it doesn't really matter what anyone else is doing. So but but it's but that is a a belief in there also that you're examining and i was talking to my client about this as well we see it in so many institutionalized models that if i if i can't fit in then i'm wrong right but this is like the beautiful power power of coaching and entrepreneurship too is i don't have to i can be successful without falling into that model. And we were talking a little bit about the education system and um, my son and my um, stepson, who's a senior now, I saw and I learned a lot from watching him go through um, his own process with school. Like he's brilliant. He is a, he's an engineer. He's, he's been working with his dad, um, you know, on the construction site for since he was a little boy and he didn't thrive in a traditional school model. He wanted to be up and using his hands and working around. And he just, he had got a job this summer um, working at this like amazing company who does, who builds custom, you know, electronic systems for other companies and their products and someone told him the I think the employer said that he gets the same amount of work done at 17 that two of his employees get done and you know I saw him go through so much shame and so much feeling of judgment and even the way that we had approached it at that time you know was like you got to be like you're not being good right and it's just such bs and in like in retrospect now and seeing Emmett is very similar where he just has energy. He just wants to play. He just wants to be social. And it's like, nope, but you have to sit down. And, you know, what we know about the school, this traditional school system is that that model works for about 12% of learners. And so anyone else that's not that, right, goes into a special needs or they have ADHD or they're labeled or they're something other because they're an othering from the status quo, from the norm. But like who gets to set that standard, right? Some other human decided that that's what needed to work for them to produce consumers and and workers, right? Consumers and producers, right? To fall in line, but it doesn't help create an individual that lives and thinks into possibility that thinks outside of logic, that thinks unreasonable, and then they take the play out of it, right? And so no wonder this is our option as adults to think logic, to be, to be reasonable, to fall into the norm of the status quo. We see it start from the time that we enter into our school system, right? So, and, and of course, we don't need to blame anyone. Everyone's just doing the best they knew, know how, but we just have to accept that we are a human that is constantly evolving and we see that our institutions are not 
evolving as quickly as the human is. And that's why coaching is so powerful. And you can even look at, you know, therapy. Therapy probably, I don't even know, 10, 20 years ago was like taboo. It was like you only people like to get lobotomies went to a mental health person, right? I mean, maybe more than 20 years ago, but it wasn't, it wasn't a welcomed thing. And now everyone has a therapist. And so therapy is, is seen more as something, as something that is now normalized. So all I want you to do is really think about the logical approach and how we're even going beyond, like, you don't need to wait for someone to give you permission for you to tap into your own knowing that the logical way isn't. It is always hard to find examples or metaphors of what this looks like in life because there aren't many other things that have both the social implications, but then also the external kind of, you know, chemical addictive qualities like alcohol does. But if you think about trying to learn anything on your own or say create the impossible outside of logic, like if you think about, you know, those examples that I gave, like say Steve Jobs, he has, he's the ideas guy, right? But it's like, he then had to have a whole team of people to brainstorm with, to mastermind with, to create and be on board, right, with that process to help him bring his ideas to life on for, because of all of the things that he wasn't great at. And, you know, it's like when we try to do anything, on our own that we've never done that actually has a process of learning and unlearning, especially one that is outside of the status quo, that it is outside of the mainstream, that it is outside of the norm. And even <laughs> what I teach that is even more outside. I mean, there's there are alternative models. We know that to, to AA and 12-step recovery system. But the the essence of of connecting to to the innate wisdom that is not mirrored in our culture which is actually the tipping point for what flips the switch for people is has the biggest impact in my program i mean i've been working with people that have been wanting to change their relationship to alcohol for over 30 years have tried every other program and this is the one that worked and it's so mind blowing to see that it is tapping into that essence of wisdom that is offered in the materials and in the process of understanding our emotional intelligence, our emotional intimacy that I teach that has the biggest impact because that is what changed it for me. And I didn't have a coach that was specifically working on alcohol, but I did have other people I was working with. I had my spiritual mentor. I just happened to have these other tools of mindfulness and mindset and resilience and coping that helped me make this full system together, right? But I may still be chomping at the bit had it not been for my investment to learning a new way, right? When I when I saw my teacher that I didn't know was my teacher at the time when I met her and 
she was talking about the priestess path and the divine feminine mysteries, it was like the gates to heaven opened and like the angels were singing. And and I saw this path laid out in front of me that was so obviously um, what was calling me home, what was the missing pieces of all of it. And so it's been the interweaving of these systems of the coaching modality of mindset and mindfulness and neuroscience and embodiment, right? And using the intellect of the mind and the, the wisdom of the body combined that makes the biggest impact. And so of course you can't figure it out on your own because it doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, it exists in nature, right? But we've been, we're so far away from it, but it's all starting to come back. It's all starting to resurface. And we see it in the invitation of sister circles and, you know, lunar wisdom and, and um and it's not about the woo at all i mean this is about our our the essence of who we are this is about our own cycles of nature so you know if there if there is something about that that makes you feel a little uncomfortable it's just because it's new and it's because it's been intentionally shamed out of our understanding of who we are as powerful, powerful creators, right? That that deep, the wisdom of the feminine mysteries is so powerful that it was intentionally extracted from the mainstream. And this has been happening for 2,000 years. And I'll say this as a closing note. I think the other thing that really haunts people that they can't figure out on their own that also ties into the wisdom is kind of this feeling of angst of what what the future holds, right? Like all of these unanswered questions of how long will it take? How will I always want it? Am I always going to be in deprivation? And these are questions that feel really confusing that you're not sure how to navigate through, but that future of kind of like that open void that even even if it feels like infinite possibilities can feel really overwhelming and you might not know what your desires are, right? You might not know what you really want because you've been filling up all of your free time with inhibiting your thinking, inhibiting your unmet desires. And that's the other beautiful piece that I get to explore with my clients. And when you unlock all of this emotional energy that's been laying dormant in your body and covered up by stagnant energy and repressed emotion, you unlock the answer to all of those questions, right? But it's not until then or before then, and you unlock what will fill that void. So that kind of confusion of what is the future, right? Which is, you know, uncertainty, becoming comfortable with uncertainty, just like resistance. But but you do learn how to gain control where you can. So regardless of what is out of your control, you're confident that no matter what, it's going to be okay, that things are going to be exciting, that you've got this, right? And so it's building that confidence 
that whatever possibility arises and I'm going to be able to control the outcome of that, of how, of the impact that it has on my life using my mind, using my connection to myself. Share this episode with someone. This is a very, very powerful and important message that I really want you to think about deeply. It is profound. It is prolific. It is what will change your life and the life of the future generations, what we're teaching our young women about their own cycles and rhythms and relating to themselves and how to tap into that deep self-trust and their deep knowing without inhibiting it. Right. So this is what I work with. We go through a rite of passage where you are stepping into the next phase of your life fully embodied in every way you show up, not invalidating dating yourself, not dissociating from who you naturally are. And that is going to have the biggest impact of all to make a life that is unreasonable because I don't want a reasonable life. I want it to be unreasonable and it's always been unreasonable. I want to everyone to look at me and say like that woman lives her life. I don't want to live a logical life. I want to go beyond and I want to invite you to come with me. So head right now. Don't waste one more second over to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com slash coaching. And you can find the link in the show notes to read more about one-on-one coaching and inquire about what's possible for you. Have an amazing day. Imagine taking the podcast every week to the next level with achievable goals and an action plan tailored specifically to your needs. Finding personalized support is how you gain control of your destiny. In my private one-on-one coaching program, Fast Track to Freedom from Alcohol, you get your own personal cheerleader, that's me, every week, helping you get clear, stay curious, and committed to what matters most versus resigning again and again to your habitual patterns. Every big change starts with one next step. Schedule a complimentary call with the link in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com to get a new perspective on an old habit.